Welcome to Through the Bible with Pastor Michael, a podcast from First Baptist Church in Mustang, Oklahoma. Here's Pastor Michael. All right, well, here is our first day of reading through the Bible. And my plan this year is to do uh, very short videos uh, each of the days of the reading. So uh, I'm inviting people through our church or anyone that would like to to join with us with my reading plan uh, that I'm using from the Navigators for 2024. Uh, it looks like this. Uh, we've got these at our church. We've got these online at fbcmustang.org. You can download it there. And then this each day's reading is right there so you can follow along with us. Uh, basically, the way the reading works is you read through entire books of the Bible, and we alternate from Old Testament to New Testament. So we're going to read Genesis, a couple of chapters every day from Genesis. When we finish Genesis, we'll go to a New Testament book. When we finish that, we'll go back to Exodus, read through all of it, then another New Testament book. So as you go throughout the year, you're reading the books in full, uh, in consecutive days, alternating between Old Testament and New Testament. And then the wisdom books, uh, we read a little bit each day as well. So the readings take anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes, just depending on your, your pace and speed of reading. And so I encourage you to, if you're part of our church, again, pick these up at church at our ministry connection or uh, anyone can download the reading plan at fbcmustang.org and follow along. This reading plan has 25 readings per month. And so the idea behind that is if you miss a day or two, you're okay. You don't feel like you're all of a sudden way behind. Um, the other thing it does is it allows a little bit of time each month, a few days each month, to go back and reread a section of Scripture that maybe was particularly meaningful uh, or maybe there's a, a, a reading one day that was very challenging or that you just didn't fully grasp. And so you've got some days built in to go back and reread those. Uh, or you can take uh, those extra days. There's not a specific reading at the end of the month to memorize scripture uh, or to go back and pray through things that you have read. Uh, and so 25 readings per month is, is the way that it works. So my plan uh, all throughout the year is just to make short videos, just a few minutes, uh, and I'm going to, after having finished the reading, going to just share five observations from the text, uh, just five key things that, that stood out to me, to share five uh, applications from the text, five things from that day's reading that I think are helpful and that we want to be able to uh, live out and apply to our life. Uh, and then with the wisdom reading, uh, just a summary statement, taking that wisdom reading and, and reworking it into a sentence to uh, help to understand uh, what, what the takeaway was from that. So uh, I am doing my reading this year through uh, ESV, the English Standard Version. I bought a new uh, Schuyler uh, Bible to read through this year. Uh, it, it's in red. Uh, kind of a, a cool-looking uh, Bible there. So that's what I'm using for my read-through. I like to get a different Bible each year uh, to, to start fresh if I'm doing a read-through the Bible. And so this is a brand-new Bible, um, unread, unmarked uh, until today. So 
today's reading, our first reading, is Genesis 1 and 2 and Psalm 1. So that was uh, month 1, reading 1. Psalm 1 and Genesis 1 and 2. So five observations from the text from Psalm 1 and 2. Five things that really stood out to me just in terms of just reading the material there. One is the simple and obvious that God is the creator. Genesis 1, Genesis 2 reminds us and shows us that in the beginning God created. And that's important. Uh, God's the creator. He is, he is the one who uh, rules and reigns over all things. Observation 2 it's only man that is said to be made in the image of God. That's important. While God created the heavens and the earth and uh, the, the stars and the, the sun and the moon and the animals, it, it is mankind, it's humanity that has been made in the image of God. And, and so we remember that, and, and that's important to note. A, a third observation, when you get to chapter 2, verse 5, we have the introduction not just simply of God creating, but Lord God. Um, that name, the English rendering, Lord God, speaks of God not only as powerful, but also as personal. And we see that in chapter 2, verse 5, that we have a God who is all-powerful, yes, but also a God who is personal. He is knowable. We have a relationship with him. And so it's worth noting uh, that that new term, that name, Lord God, in Genesis chapter 2. A fourth observation from the text comes from chapter 2, verse 15, that man is told to work. Now this is pre-fall. The, the fall is Genesis 3. Genesis 2:15, we're told to work. In fact, let me just real briefly read that here. Um, Genesis 2.15 says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Now, this is pre-fall. So, in, in, the, in the plan of God, working, using our, 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 our bodies, our strength, our skill, our knowledge to work is not punishment. It's part, of, it's part of God's plan. It's part of how we are useful. And so it's important for us to understand that, that, that work isn't part simply of some uh, divine punishment. This is something good God has given us, the ability to, to use our minds, to use our hands, to, to use our creativity, to use our strength, uh, to be helpful is, is a good thing. And then a fifth observation from the text uh, it comes from chapter 2, where it, it instructs us about marriage, and, and we observe that marriage is God's idea. Marriage is God's design. We see that in chapter 2, verse 23, where um, he says, This is, at last, is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. This is, this is God instituting marriage. Marriage is his idea, his design. And as such, he is the one who describes and, and defines and explains what marriage is and what its purpose is. 
So then five quick applications from the text today. One, our God is powerful and we can trust him. That's what Genesis 1 is all about, the power of God. And I want us to be reminded that our God is powerful. If he's strong enough and powerful enough, great enough to create the heavens and the earth, he's powerful enough to rule and reign in your life and you can trust him in your life. A second application is that because mankind is made in the image of God, that tells us that we ought to treat all people with dignity. Everybody you meet today, every person you talk to, every person you run into at the store, every person you see driving, every person you interact with on Facebook, wherever it may be, every person you see or talk to is someone made in the image of God. And because of that, they have value. Their life has meaning. Uh, And we should treat them with dignity and with kindness and with respect. That's important because sometimes we tend to treat our enemies or those who frustrate us as, as people who don't deserve our respect or dignity. Uh, but they're made in the image of God. Now, we understand that just because someone's made in the image of God does not mean there's not consequences or punishment for their actions. That, that certainly is true. But, that you're still someone that we look at with dignity as someone made in God's image. I want us to remember a third application that our God is personal. We see that in the the language of chapter 2, Lord God. God is personal. Yes, as we begin this new year reading the Bible, we are reading about the God who who created all things. We are reading about the God who is more powerful than, than any. But, not only is he more powerful than anyone, he's also the God who you can know. And we know him through his word. We get to know him in a personal way as we read the word he has given to us, as his Holy Spirit dwells within us, as we look at the, the living word, the life of Jesus Christ. We can know him. And that makes our Bible reading come alive because we're not just learning facts and names and dates and details. We are learning more about the God we can know. A fourth application is to remember that sin has consequences, and so we must avoid it. Sin has consequences, and we must avoid it. And then fifth, the marriage union is sacred, and it must be protected. You see in Genesis 2 that that's the case, that that the marriage union is is not only God's idea, but because it's God's idea, it's sacred for us. It's something that we should protect in all ways. If you're a married person, protect your marriage at all costs. If you're a single person, before you get married, uh, if the Lord, if that's His will for you, go into that marriage one day, knowing that that marriage is sacred, and do everything you can to protect it. And then in our wisdom reading, we read Psalm 1, great psalm, and I would just summarize it this way, that the righteous and the wicked have two very different ends, and the wicked are not to be envied. That's what's clear in Psalm 1. You have the righteous and you have the wicked. You have those who are um, with God and those who oppose God, and they're going to have two very different ends. The, the way eternity will work out for the righteous and the wicked, very, very different things. And because of that, and because of the knowledge of, that Psalm 1 gives us, those who are with the Lord should never be envious of the wicked. We, we understand um, 
the end for those who are God's people. We understand the end for those who oppose the Lord. And knowing that gives us a sense of urgency in prayer, a sense of urgency in evangelism, uh, and a sense of, of fervency in making the most of every single day. And we, we don't want to be envious of the wicked. We do want to use our time as best we can. We pray to help them to come to know uh, the saving faith available through Jesus Christ. So those are five observations, five applications, and a summary uh, from month one, day one. Uh, keep reading with us, and I hope this will be a blessing for you this year.